Andrew Green with this additional flick pick. This past weekend, I saw The Retirement Plan in the theater. The Retirement Plan is a new action comedy starring Nicolas Cage. This movie has the distinction of being the lowest performing wide-release Nicolas Cage movie yet. Yep, it's his biggest bomb, at least in terms of just how much it made. And with good reason. Yep, The Retirement Plan is terrible. I went into this movie because it stars Nicolas Cage, and I love Nicolas Cage, but not even the presence of Cage could save this one. The IMDb description of The Retirement Plan says as follows, quote, when Ashley and her young daughter Sarah get caught up in a criminal enterprise that puts their lives at risk, she turns to estranged father Matt, currently living the life of a retired beach bum in the Cayman Islands. So yeah, that's the description. In this movie, Nicholas Cage plays a retired beach bum down in the Cayman Islands. He has an estranged daughter who lives in Florida. One day, his daughter gets in trouble with the mafia, so she sends her daughter, or Cage's granddaughter, down to the Cayman Islands, which leads to the mob and everyone else also going down to the islands in pursuit of the girl because she has a MacGuffin that everybody wants. It turns out Nicholas Cage's retired guy here is actually a former, like, CIA assassin, so we get some scenes in which he kills a bunch of people. So yes, this is one of those movies. It's an old guy in an action picture, but it's also a comedy. So on the surface, it might sound like this would be okay, but the problem is in the execution. Everything about the retirement plan is painfully amateurish. The script is awful, the directing is awful, the editing is really awful, and some of the performances aren't good. While Nicolas Cage is just fine in this, I liked him as a long-haired, bearded, beach bum sort of guy. Ashley Green as his daughter is just not believable at all, and for that matter, the granddaughter is also bad, although I don't want to give too hard of a time to a kid. And just about everything about this movie feels cheap. Like, this is a VOD movie that for some reason got released in more than a thousand theaters nationwide. Maybe if this was just a VOD movie that you could rent for like six bucks, it would be tolerable, but no, something like this does not belong in the theater. So where to begin? We have Ashley, who is Nicolas Cage's daughter. She gets in trouble with the mob because her husband steals something from them. Because she's now on the run, the idea comes up to send her daughter down to the Cayman Islands to be with Granddad. The problem is here, Ashley, the mother of the year, doesn't even know if her dad still lives down there. And she sticks her daughter on a plane by herself with nothing but an address and instructions to try to find this Nicolas Cage guy when she arrives. The granddaughter does find Cage, but she spends virtually no time with him because it's not long before the mafia comes down to the Cayman Islands islands pursuing her, and she winds up in the custody of a mobster played by Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman's also in this. So, Nicolas Cage really doesn't have a whole lot to do in this movie, except in the scenes when he kills baddies. And it's just such a waste, because really, the only thing this movie has going for it is the fact that it has Nicolas Cage. But it does not give us enough Cage. Instead, we get Ron Perlman and this little girl, who sort of bond, but for no reason, because in the end... Well, well, I won't spoil that for you, but yeah, in the end, the bonding between Ron Perlman and the little girl doesn't matter at all. The decisions made by Ashley in this movie, the mother, make no sense at all, and the mobsters in this film feel cheap. They look like director Tim Brown just picked out the largest guys among his friends to be henchmen without considering that they look too stupid to really be intimidating. The mob boss in this movie is played by Jackie Earl Haley, and I actually did like him. But then there's another mob boss named Hector and played by Grace Byers, who is ridiculous and completely unnecessary in this movie. All it did was make the film longer and more complicated. Plus, there's also like a government conspiracy going on in this movie with the FBI or something with yet more characters who don't need to be here. And I'll tell you the most annoying thing about the retirement plan now. The single most annoying thing about this movie is that every time a new character is introduced, the film stops, it does a freeze frame on the character's face, and then it displays their name on screen like, we better remember who this character is, which just causes the film to stop dead in its tracks. 
Plus, they do this for virtually every character who appears in the movie, so it starts to become ridiculous. Like, if I'm watching a movie that's gonna stop and put a character's name on screen so I'll remember it, I expect that character's going to be important. But in this movie, they give us the freeze frame for just about everyone, including characters who die quickly. By the end of the movie, I was kind of chuckling to myself, wondering if they would give the freeze frame treatment to the next extra who appeared on screen, like, freeze frame, sound effect, bartender, freeze frame, sound effect, taxi driver. It was such a weird stylistic choice for this to be there. I think director Tim Brown thought he was doing something cool and stylish, but he really wasn't. And looking at his other credits, it's not all that surprising that he would screw this up. This guy's previous movies include Buckley's Chance, which has a 5.6 rating on the IMDb, Treasure Hounds, which has a 3.6 rating on the IMDb, Devil in the Dark, which the IMB rates as a 4.8, and The Cradle rated as a 4.0. Man, this guy makes some crap. So yeah, I guess he's true to form here with the retirement plan. This movie's completely off balance, it's too complicated, it has idiotic characters, and it's directed and edited poorly. Also, characters that are billed as important in the beginning will just disappear and never be mentioned again. I have a feeling Nicolas Cage only did this picture because it would be an excuse to go to the Cayman Islands. Heck, for all I know, this could have been financed by the Cayman Islands Tourism Bureau because it does make the Cayman Islands look pretty nice. I'm going to go to the Cayman Islands and find the local tourist bureau. I'm going to go inside and tell them, I came to the Cayman Islands because I saw the retirement plan. The movie was bad, but it did succeed in showing us that you have some lovely islands here. But anyway, if for some crazy reason you were considering going to a theater to see the retirement plan, don't bother. And if it pops up for rent on your cable system, I'd say don't bother if it's going to cost you anything. Maybe on a streaming service only, this could be worth like one or two little chuckles. But no, I'm calling it. This is the second worst movie I've seen all year. The honor of the worst film I've seen this year still goes to Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. But the retirement plan is pretty darn bad. I give the retirement plan a 1.5 out of 5 for this edition of Flick Pick.